0: Hello, everybody. No, your eyes do not deceive you. We are one week past my Alana Boudreaux review, and we have another podcast coming to you right here, right now. Now, this is a bonus episode, and it's happening because of one particular event that happened in the past week, and that is Alana Boudreau herself did actually end up listening to the podcast. And... What that means is she heard everything I said, and <laughs> and what that means is that she heard everything I said, and let's just say that I got a lot about her music wrong, and I think that it's only fair to her that her music is properly understood. You know, I don't think it would be right for me to put out that review to know that there were things that I got incorrect and not... To correct them afterwards. So, this is something of a corrections episode, but I wanna make sure that this gets put out, you know, because I wanna have integrity in my own recording. And I, like I said, I just feel that she has a right to have this heard. Uh, The first thing that she said, and she just uh, commented on the Instagram post announcing the recording, so you can go read this for yourself, but she said, in case this wasn't mentioned on your podcast, I am not a Christian singer, nor do I write Christian music. I am a Catholic, yes, but the music is written for anyone and everyone. Thanks. And that's a valid point. And that actually brings up something that I've kind of felt about the movement of this podcast that I haven't really put into words. And there are going to be times where I'm going to review non-specifically Christian artists, if that makes sense. So for example, you know, Alana Boudreaux, she is not writing her music to be Christian music. However, you know, this is kind of that whole Christian band versus Christians in a band sort of vibe going on. I do believe that this is very good music and Christ-centered in the sense that when you're, you know, a Christian, everything you do should be Somewhat for the love of Christ, you know, even if it's not intentionally written as like evangelization or anything like that as Christian music, it's still written, you're still writing it as a Christian, and it's still music good for Christians to listen to. And so, will it always be explicitly Christian music that I'm going to review? Probably not, but it is is a fair point that she is not necessarily a Christian artist. And I'm going to try to avoid reviewing a ton of stuff that isn't explicitly Christian, like Dawson Hollow wasn't Christian either. But in both of those of these cases, these were albums that I thought were really, really great, that I enjoyed, and that I thought had a lot of messages that were cool for Christians and non-Christians alike that I wanted people to hear. So her next comment that she said, so poor Jack Self, I said that I had no idea what the title of that song was. And it is, the, it's, a, it's actually a poem written by Gerard Manley Hopkins entitled My Own Heart, Let Me Have More Pity On. Uh, What Bendrix read is a retelling of Graham Greene's conversion novel, The End of the Affair. And finally, Goodbye Stranger was inspired by The Grapes of Wrath by John Steinbeck and explores the maternal heart of women and their ability to be gentle listeners to anyone along the way. Warm Breast White Brings is another Hopkins poem. So I read that pretty much word for word uh, from her Instagram comment. Uh, oh, and then she had one final comment saying, "And dear alcohol is written from the perspective of someone grappling with the effects of other of others alcoholism," uh, which I, I touched on. You know, I wasn't one hundred percent sure whether it was somebody affected by it or somebody struggling with the alcoholism specifically. But you know, and I did say that I suspected it was somebody who was affected by it. Now, this was a really interesting experience because. Obviously, this should not be any revelation to anybody. I do not know everything about any of these albums, and these are obviously my my own opinions. I do try my best to properly interpret everybody's music. Uh, One thing that was difficult, that's not anybody's fault, is that the lyrics to this particular album are not posted anywhere. And so it was difficult for me when I misunderstood what she was singing herself. It was difficult to get the proper interpretation simply because, you know, I couldn't be 100% sure about the words that she herself was singing. And that's part of just the style of Alana Boudreaux's singing, is that it's not focused necessarily on vocal clarity. And that is not a criticism, that's just her style of singing, and that made it difficult. That's not really an excuse, but like that's kind of what what was happening. I also forgot... She later posted on her own Instagram page, in reference to the line, I make him feel strong, he makes me feel seen. What do we owe to the ether? What are we but creatures? The word is actually ether, E-T-H-E-R, and it's specifically meant to express the woman's doubtful nihilism in her own words. And so, once again, that's something that I, I just misunderstood. Now... Just in general, I really appreciate Alana Boudreaux reaching out reaching out to me for this review. I want to get it right, you know, when I review something, but if I get it wrong, I think it's good for everybody if that is clarified. And so overall, I am really glad that we were able to do this. And hopefully this leads to me giving better reviews in the future. And for that, thank you, Alana Boudreau. I still really enjoy your music. And to everybody else, we've got another review coming out next week. I will talk to you then. God bless. See you later.